All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. So, Ty, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to all your listeners. That's always such a weird thing to casually say to people, but uh, whatever. No, yeah, sure. You know, as long as you're not, well, I guess maybe it depends. If, if we're European, you run around just giving everybody a big smooch. It's Valentine's Day, right? That might be uh, normal in that culture. I don't know. Might have to ask somebody if, uh, if that's thing. I know when they greet you, it's the old double cheek kisser. It was awkward the first time in my life. Then I got used to it. It's fine. Um, uh, the Edmonton orders, uh, was, uh, Almost like three different games. First period, pretty good. Good start. Second period, atrocious. Third period, unreal. And, uh, you know, Knobloch just comes out and kind of calls a spade a spade about his team. Like, we had more giveaways uh, tonight than we had in the whole month of January. And I actually think he was right. Like, I don't even think he was being hype. Like, that wasn't even hyperbole. I think that was probably close to accurate. Oh, and when you consider how many turnovers the Red Wings had as well, that <laughs> might have been like the highest volume turnover game we've seen all year. Like I, the Oilers had some egregious ones, the Nugent Hopkins, you know, flip inside the blue line that yeah. turned into a goal a couple of seconds later. But Ben Sherratt had an all-time bad shift on that Zach Hyman oh, goal. My he just lifted off the glass and then got another chance to make a play, and it was right on Drysaddle's tape. Like I don't even know where the lane was that he thought he saw. That was. That was not a Picasso for either side, but I joked on Twitter after because I tweeted that after the second period. I said, I don't think either side's going to be calling this one a Picasso tonight. Then I was like, well, actually, Connor McDavid kind of took a heap of garbage and formed it into a Picasso himself in the third period. Oh, God. Yeah, he was uh, you know, he was outstanding. And you know what? That line 
That shift on the Patrick Kane goal, <laughs> that might have been their worst shift at any moment under Chris Knobloch. It was terrible. And those five play together a lot, the McDavid line with the uh, Bouchard and Ekholm pairing, and it was just atrocious. But you know what? It was To me, a lot of times, it's how you respond. And after that, like McDavid just took over. And you know the orders, it, it showed to me that they still know how to lock it down. And the good news was it probably doesn't get talked about. Stuart Skinner was outstanding in that game like look how many odd man rushes he faced like you know people will see an 893 save percentage but uh detroit had a boatload of chances last night yeah that is definitely one of those nights and calvin pickard had one even the other day against the anaheim ducks where you look at the save percentage and you're like ooh, not not a great night by any means but like again the oilers scoreboard ran away with that thing at the end they very easily could have been down 5-3 at one point in that hockey game if it wasn't for how good he played and similar to Pickard against Anaheim like the goalies just make enough saves to keep them around and let the Oilers take off in the third period which has been a weird thing with them over the last little bit these surges late in hockey games they're just for whatever reason not coming out of the gates well at all and I think we've seen it sink them obviously a bit against a team like LA and against a bad team like Anaheim they had a chance to linger around and then win against Detroit I mean if Detroit just wasn't turning over the puck as much and if Stuart Skinner wasn't as good, like the Oilers are probably down by a couple going into the third. Yeah, uh, that's totally fair. Tyler Ramchuk uh, joins us. Ty, to me, the most glaring area the Oilers have to improve between now and the deadline is their fourth line. Like, it just, they, they, they need two new guys on that fourth line. You, we can argue over which one stays, but they need a fourth line center. They need some size and speed on that line. It's it's just not working at all. It, and it hasn't been very good for a while. Like they're not contributing offensively. And I know people say Sam Gagne, and God, I love Sam Gagne, but you know what? I'm not I'm not sold that 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 he's you know going to score at the pace he was all year long. I think that's probably unrealistic. Um, the, the more I watch it, like I really their fourth line, like they have no identity. They're, they don't bring anything. Yeah, I am with you. Matthias Janmark, listen, I know Connor Brown is the, you know, butt of all the jokes because he doesn't have a single goal this year, but Matthias Janmark has one and it like went in off his chest. Like it's not like he's been wildly productive this year. And I know they both do good things on the penalty kill, but if you want to build a forward group that is capable of winning a Stanley Cup, you can't have basically when Derek Ryan's in there too, because he has not been good as of late either it feels like three black holes offensively on the fourth line and people just shrug and go, ah, but they can kill penalties. Okay, well, to build a, you know, well-rounded Stanley Cup caliber forward group, you can't just have a bunch of guys who are just PK specialists. So I agree. I think they need two forwards between now and the deadline. I don't think it needs to be, and I know you've brought up Nick Dowd. I don't think you need to just go out and get guys who can be fourth liners. I think the Oilers can accomplish it by getting a top six piece, getting a third line piece, and then shuffling guys down a little bit. I would like to see Dylan Holloway get a longer run as a centerman as well. I think that's something, you know, we saw them do the DeHarnay nurse thing to see what they have ahead of the deadline. I think giving Dylan Holloway three straight games at center, it's an interesting see what you have thing because maybe that changes your plans. You could. The only problem is if you put Holloway now at, at your fourth line center, unless you're saying McLeod moves to the wing. Is that what you're saying? Or are you going to put Holloway? Because if you put Holloway as your fourth line center, that means one of Brown, Gagne, Yanmark is going to, or Ryan has to be in your top nine. That's. Yeah, I think what I'm saying is put McLeod to the wing. Like okay. I was looking, I was looking at the numbers and I have a piece that's going up right away at OilersNation.com about this. Holloway, Fogel, and McLeod. Like in theory, that line feels like it should work really well. And I give him credit because they, they've only gotten scored on once when they've been on the ice together, but mm -hmm. we're just over 55 on five minutes of them as a line, and they haven't scored as a trio yet. Like, I don't think that's working. You look at McLeod and Fogel, 
it was really working. Their best hockey this year came when they were playing with Leon Drysaddle. I think McLeod is a better winger, and I want to give Dylan Holloway a little bit of leash as a centerman to see if maybe you got something there. He looked good as a centerman by all reports down in Bakersfield. Yeah. No, that's, uh, you know what? Well, he did play center for a shift, maybe two last night. Uh, he was the right winger, left winger, and uh, center, and then, of course, uh, did score the goal. He's got three goals in his last ten games, so... Um, you know, Dylan Holloway to me, I, uh, he's showing a lot of, he, it's arrows up for him and where he's going. He's still, you know, there's elements of his game he's got to learn. There's no questions. Kind of like a rookie overall, really, like Blaster didn't play a whole bunch in my eyes, but, um, he to me is trending in the right direction. And, uh, there's like, I think Dylan Holloway in, in two years from now, people are like, man, like, cause there's lots there to like about his game. And I do think, uh, the next step for him, I don't know when, but I won't be surprised if you start to see him sneak in on a little bit of penalty killing time. Uh, down the road uh, as well. I know uh, I talked to Mark Stewart, and that's that's a guy that they'd like to incorporate a little bit on their their penalty kill here uh, moving forward. Um, you get on the road trip. Where would you play Calvin Pickard? Ooh, where do I go with Calvin Pickard on the road trip? I honestly would probably be tempted to throw him out there tomorrow against St. Louis. I don't know if you saw the Blues only had like 17 shots against the Leafs last night and yeah. lost to a very, very depleted Toronto Maple Leafs team. So I know St. Louis back on home ice, but when I look Dallas on Saturday, that's a really good team in Dallas. I don't know if I want my backup going there. Arizona feels like a natural spot for, for Pickard as well, but I don't know. Pickard I thought was good against Anaheim and the thing is, you probably need to start finding a few extra spots for Pickard and not just playing him in the back-to-backs or in the three and fours or whatever. So I'd be tempted to go with him tomorrow, if I'm being honest. He's passed every test you've put in front of him, so why not see if he can handle a you know half-decent Blues team? Yeah, like I had it starting last night. The Oilers had 34 games left. I had Skinner playing 22 and Pickard playing 12 of them. Now, he plays a little bit more late because the Oilers have uh, lots of back-to-backs in late March and, and early April, so he gets in there. But I, I had him actually, I was debating, I have him in Arizona, but he's definitely going to play then probably against uh, Minnesota, so he'll play two games next week, right? Uh, it might be Monday, Friday, it might be Monday, Saturday. I think I actually had a Monday, Saturday uh, where Skinner would play uh, Wednesday and Friday, and then uh, Pickard would play the uh, the Calgary game. And then the following week, I'm going to give him that game in Seattle. For sure. And I, I think he's starting to play one game a week. And the odd time you mix in with two uh, for Pickard. And it, it is fair. You, you might go against the Blues, but I think, you know, Stu Skinner, um, he likes to play at least three. So to me, it was, I was, I, I won't be surprised because Knobloch's done this before. He's not afraid to, you know, going even back to, you know, when, uh, um, he put Pickard in, you know, he didn't give him the Islanders who couldn't score, but he gave him New Jersey Devils who were a pretty offensive team and he beat them. Right. And then he, you know, he's played uh, Detroit, beat them earlier in the year. So it's not like he's given it. He's not going to give him Boston. I, th- I think we can all agree with that. But, um, and so I agree with you because if he doesn't give him tomorrow, I'd be surprised if he put him up against St. Louis, I mean, against Dallas. Right. I can't see that. Yeah. Dallas is one of those like a team that's right at the top of the conference leading their division right now. I don't think you want to give your backup that one, which is why I said St. Louis, but. You need to find work for him. I was just looking while you were talking there. Six more sets of back-to-backs for the Oilers between now and the end of the season. Like January was a cakewalk because it was the same schedule every week. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Saturday. I know you brought it up the other day, too. Like, 34 games in 60-some days? Like, it's basically more than a game every two days? This is... You're going to need Pickard to play 10, 11, 12 times. So, I don't know. I'd go with him against St. Louis tomorrow. Why not? Blues didn't look great against Toronto. Roll of the dice. Yeah. They actually have seven sets of back-to-back still um, starting uh, next week at home. The rare uh, home uh, back-to-back. Uh, Ty, what is your uh, – do, do you have a favorite go-to on Valentine's Day as a, as a gift to your lovely girlfriend? So, I, I am very lucky for many reasons, one of which is that we're both on the same page, not big Valentine's people. So I get a total pass. I don't have to go buy jewelry or anything. We just got to spend the night together. So tonight we're like doing homemade pizza and we got a movie picked out. And like, I know I'm in the clear. There's going to be no passive aggressiveness or anything. I am golden with just that. All I do is go to the grocery store, Greg. So I'm very lucky in that regard. Oof. All right. Well, uh, enjoy your uh, your non-Valentine's Valentine's evening. And uh, yeah. we will chat with you uh, tomorrow morning on The Rundown. See you then. Thanks, Jay. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 